yo, welcome back to That Was Three. Um, that was three. That was three, rap. That was three. Uh, please excuse my voice. Uh, went to a engagement party yesterday. Had way too much fun. So uh, Jose will be talking a lot um, today. <laughs> uh, but thanks again, Jose, for coming back again for That Was Three. Uh, I guess you're part of the show, and I guess you are uh, uh, actual co-host now. So uh, congratulations. Nice, nice. Now, next thing you know, we'll both get jobs with AEW. Uh, yeah. Well. Speaking of which. Hey. Yo, dude, he's racking up on these shirts, man. Free advertisement. <laughs> I'm just saying, man. Like, I'm not even a huge Street Fighter fan, but you got to gotta pay respect to the crossover. Oh, so. no, 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 no. We're not giving Capcom props today. We're not doing that. We don't do that here. We don't do that here, sir. No, no. <laughs> that's like that's a lot of things we'll do here but not that no, no, this no. may be capcom's greatest crossover of all time <laughs> maybe you know i mean outside of capcom versus snk this is probably the greatest crossover <laughs> so um a lot has happened in the wrestling world i'm super excited for everything like wow <laughs> like dude i got goosebumps all it's everything that happened in the last 72 hours, 40 hours, how you want to say it? It's Sunday here with this podcast. But what an amazing fucking weekend for wrestling. And I, I'm using my F card on top trio for the year. <laughs> what I am super excited. I know you are. We'll, we'll talk about Rampage first, and then we're going to everything that happened on Saturday. So, Rampage, your thoughts. Uh, so I completely hated it. No, no I'm okay, kidding. Well, okay. I'm kidding. Over. Uh, that uh, bye, was everybody. Three. That, was it. that was it. That's all, folks. <laughs> that was three. Um, no, uh, honestly, um, I thought it was great. Uh, I know our 3 a.m. conversation, I kind of just threw some stuff at you, and I thought they did a really good job at making it feel like it wasn't just uh dynamite light like like it like it was its own thing um you know even though same set and everything uh i did have two issues one issue uh don't get me wrong i love the four people that they have on commentary but four people on commentary is too much (laughs) i'm just being honest that was rough uh that's why i'm glad mark henry I don't know if he was told to do it or he chose to do it, but where he wouldn't talk unless he had to say something very specific to like the wrestler that they were, that they were had on the camera at the time. And I was like, okay, that's great. He's just straight. No, no BS, no little gimmick, no little joke. He's just saying his stuff. Yes. And then him, but him and Jericho working off each other was great. Yeah. Uh, like, I, I don't know. I, I'd even go as far as to say, like, just let him and Jericho be yeah. uh, the the uh, broadcast. Jericho but, was oh. screaming over everybody else. I was like, Jericho, <laughs> I understand we want to hear you, but you don't have to scream over everybody else. It's and I, I also think, too, it, it didn't help that he was literally watching one of his best friends, uh, you know, when, you know, uh, uh, Christian. Yeah. Sorry, spoilers if you guys didn't watch it yet. I mean, oh, I'm, man, y'all didn't know Christian won. I mean, <laughs> sucks to be oh, you. Yeah. So. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, so like, uh, yeah, just 
the commentary, the four of them, it's a little much, but this is the first episode. So obviously growing pains, that's definitely something they can work on. The yeah. fact that he, that Mark Henry actually went and did the, um, the, uh, the uh, interviews, yes. that I thought was actually pretty cool. That I was like, that. okay. I love that a lot. So maybe they can kind of incorporate that a little bit more Then then you, they'll, they'll get it. It's just, yeah. you know, it's a little much. Um, the other thing that I had, and this is nothing against any of the matches. They were all good. They were all great. But um, so first, first rampage, and you guys put the bar up here. Yes. Now every other rampage you guys do, if it's right here, the entire internet's gonna say that the show is horrible and that AEW's failing and this and the other. Oh, man. So now it literally has to be up there or higher for every other match and the problem is they cannot do that for every episode well i will give them this yeah they're gonna have four episodes to where they're gonna hit that mark yeah they're gonna have a good month they're gonna have a they don't have a really good month of rampage oh yeah no they, this 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 month like you said they're they're pretty locked in yeah. but after that that's where it's going to be tricky. I'm pretty sure they can do it because they have more than enough people. Yeah. They have they have more than enough people that are willing to do matches that the roster. I mean, AEW's you know, roster is freaking humongous now. Well, like, one of the one of the things I saw online somebody uh, talked about was like Rampage would be an excellent way to showcase people from like uh japan yeah uh europe or like uh mexico you know places like that like get like give one of those matches to them so that way you can really start seeing the whole you know forbidden door being open thing yeah. it's like well yeah because look we literally have somebody from another promotion always wrestling at least one match here it helps gets you know buzz generating not just about that wrestler but about whatever promotion they're from because they're like wait a minute yo that person from that one gotta go Gotta go look at that one too. Can, can, can um, I ask someone to your comment about that? Mm -hmm. One thing I love about Rampage is that they advertise every other promotion outside of WWE. Yeah, that, I was I like, that was cool. I was like Impact, NWA, um, all the GCW stuff. Like I was like, they're advertising and helping out every promotion. I I respect that. I mean, beyond because I mean, you, you don't want to. You put your resources out there and lose money and get, get your viewers to go to other promotions and watch your stuff. But AEW is they feel so confident in their product. Look, we're gonna support them and you guys should support them too. They're great guys over there. Through our revenue, we support every wrestler that puts the heart and soul out there. We're gonna promote them each and every week in their product. Love it. Yeah. No, no, definitely agree. I think yeah. um, I, I think that's smart because at the same time, while they're promoting everything, they're not throwing it in our faces. Like I know some people online are like, oh, you know, this is too overexposure, but I don't think so. I think they're doing the right amount of, like you said, like, hey, yeah, we have this going on here, but you know, this person also is in GCW, this person, you know, the impact belt, like e even the match for the impact belt they weren't throwing out impact like oh, yeah. every five seconds, the commentary, like the commentary were treating it like just a championship match. It just happened to be another promotions championship belt. Yeah. But uh, that being said, dude, that match, Ooh. Christian still got it, dude. I don't care what anybody says. 
he that whole match like he he put on like you know like 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 the uh like the older folks say he put on the clinic <laughs> yeah he what i was so proud of the fact that i saw christian evolve since he came to aew when he, his first few matches were really bad he was very sluggish you could tell he was out of shape you could tell he still had knee issues and it was just it was sad and i was like i don't know if he's gonna rebound then i saw him the great thing about aew and we'll keep saying this they have a ranking system. You got to win matches to get a championship match. He went undefeated. Of course, you know, a lot of this stuff is scripted. But you saw him progressively get better. And his match versus Matt Hardy, I was like. That was that was so one, definitely one of his top matches being in AEW. But yeah. this one, man, I mean, wow, th- this one was this one was really good because the, the thing that I, I don't know, maybe it's because of the fact that I'm older now and I know a lot of these wrestlers are older but it's like um, you're able to tell that they still want to give us a good show, but they have to be realistic as to what they can yes. and can't do anymore. And I feel like Christian is one of those guys that he has a genuine understanding of like, okay, I can take a bump, yes, but I yes. cannot take an extreme bump like I used to. Like, like he understands that yes. he knows where his body's at. Uh, like, because even that whole... Um, when he got pushed off of the top turnbuckle uh, down yeah. to the floor. Like, you know, it, it like, it was a quick little thing, but there was just something about it. I was like, okay, you know, and, and then I was sitting there thinking like, okay, how how brutal is it gonna be outside? And it wasn't really that brutal. Cause you know, uh, yeah. you know, back in the back, uh, you know, during the, um, when they were out in Florida the whole time, uh, you, one of the comments you would always tell me when we would talk about the matches is a lot of the main matches would end up spilling out to the floor and be yeah. there a little too much. Yeah. And I, I got where you were coming it's, from, it's, where it's like, yeah, that kind deadly. of takes from it. Yeah, it's so and, it's like when they get out there, it's like, I hate to say it, they're putting their bodies and their livelihood at risk. And I'm like, guys, you already give us a good product. You don't have to go 300,000% outside of the ring. And I love it. I love the intensity, but I'm like, there's concrete. This is not the same surface as the ring. And I'm like, be smart. Please yeah. be smart. And like you said, Christian, I love the fact that him and Kenny were smart about their bodies in that match. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Although I will, I will say the uh, moment when Kenny is gesturing for the young butts to come out and it looks like he is so dazed that he can't get his eyes to focus yeah. straight. Uh, I was like, uh, you okay? Because <laughs> no. he cannot get his eyes to look down. He was, they were, he's like doing this, but his eyes are like up and it's like, can can he not focus his eyes? <laughs> that hard to I, hit? I, I was kind of scared about uh, Christian Cage. He took like three Snapdragons and I was like, yeah, bruh, like, look, I, I'm a little older in age. Your neck and your shoulders and your, your vertebrae you get older in age, it's just not that easy to take three of those and just be okay. That, uh, <laughs> when he took the, um, what, that, the, the I think he took two V triggers? Yeah. And, like, especially that second one, Ooh. where Ooh, that, that, that one, one the, the that head kind of, like, head kind of did that, and I was like, oh, damn. Uh, but yeah, no, I, I, I love the fact that this one, even though there were interferences, they were very minimal. It was yes. literally two times when Don got on the ring apron, 
and when uh so the young bucks can bring out the uh chair and then i think one other time before that were yeah. uh when um when kenny ended up pushing christian off of the turnbuckle it was because christian saw don coming but i love the fact that as much of heels as they are they were like no we're not going to overdo that we're just going to yeah. do the simple and they did like you know the chair you really thought christian was like going to eat it on the chair <laughs> he reversed it kill switch kill switch on kill the switch. chair bruh yeah that would that looked painful <laughs> and then like although i did find it weird how the young bucks were just out there and apparently they didn't think to stay no, to cover their person <laughs> they were like here you go bye so, you know christian he gets the one two three crowd pops this was this was all that you know the stuff that we had talked about when they were still at daily's place where a lot of the plans they had they had to readjust because think about it. If that had happened at Daly's place when no one was there, oh yeah, it bro. wouldn't have been as meaningful. But because Christian had this crowd who the whole time was rooting for Christian, that that yeah. whole crowd was behind him one hundred percent. Oh yeah, he wins, gets the belt. Perfect um, setting. Perfect you know setting. that. Yeah, that was great. Uh, the the whole thing of uh, um, Jungle Express being out there with him or yeah, Jurassic that. Express. I mean uh that that's great I, I like the fact that they're running with that that they're showing that you know they do have each other's back um and then even the whole little promo that they did with mark henry where um <laughs> you know they're celebrating whatever yeah. with a little bit of the bubbly and then i don't know if you noticed well i'm pretty sure you did but a lot of people were like why the hell is orange cassidy just I, staying number one I don't, I don't know if they it's like somebody didn't get their cues right because they're supposed to be more i thought there was more to that I mean, he's a, he's number one contender. Yeah, number one contender right now, and I don't know if he's going to fight for the TNT belt or for the championship. But it looks like it's for the championship belt. And I'm just like, you got him there, but I'm like, you didn't do anything with it. Like that was funny though that yeah. he just sitting there. I was like, oh, okay, I guess. for the longest time they didn't even acknowledge him. Yeah, that that's why I was like, oh, okay, cool. He he's here. Uh, you know, maybe they're friends in real life. I don't know. <laughs> something. So I I got to bring up something. So, so um, maybe we can talk about this as well. Uh, you know, I won't make it too long and overdrawn, but I I literally cried during Rampage. I literally had tears. Um, you know, it was a shoot, but when you know, I was so proud of Fuego <laughs> and Miro. Miro is the most generous wrestler. Like people don't understand. You know, Miro he's God's champion. He's menacing and stuff. But he has the biggest heart. And he took those tornado DDTs like a G. He is too big to be taking those moves. Like his body. <laughs> and he took them, he, he took them and sold them like a G. But I think it was four tornado DDTs. But then, you know, I'm like, okay, commercials are with, he didn't get his contract, whatever. And then to see Tony and Sammy came out, and Tony couldn't even get his words together. And he was trying to get the paper together to get his Sammy. Yeah, that that was funny. Yeah. Dude. I started bawling. I got goosebumps right now. People can't see it. I started, I literally started crying because I love the vlogs. I love Fuego's story. And I see how Sammy developed and see Fuego be able to follow that same journey with him and see his whole livelihood unfold. And this is, I'm a, Fuego reminds me a lot of Lee Johnson. Lee Johnson, the pandemic started. Lee Johnson got his ass beat every single night. Oh, yeah. Three times a week, probably sometimes. 
and then see Fuego, all the hard work you put in. And I was just like, my wife was asleep. And I was sitting there like trying to keep myself together. I'm trying to wake her up and keep this shit. But dude, like, I'm sorry, the Fuego thing touched my soul so hard, man. And I was like, the setting was just perfect for all these things to happen, man. I was just like, Pittsburgh was the place. It was just right. It was like, I, it's a few times where I could say, you know, did you get the atmosphere right? And the atmosphere was just perfect for wrestling and for things to change hands and for magic to happen. I, I miss that. Yeah, uh, that that whole thing. Uh, yeah, no, I'm with you. I, I, that was great. I mean, let, let's be realistic. We all knew if Tony and and uh, uh, Sammy are going out there, we know what's going to happen. But but it didn't take from the moment. No, if not anything, at all. If, if anything, it, it kind of felt like the audience was just like, so like, oh, we know, but we just want to make sure. Because, you know, other promotions like to mess with us and make us think something yeah. good's going to happen, and it doesn't. But we just want to make sure, and it did, and crowd went crazy. Um, the thing that I love about what they're doing with Miro, though, is, so this is the second match he's had in a row where somebody's hit him with a DDT. Yeah. And commentary has pointed that out. That is some, like, traditional storytelling yeah. of key clues on how to take down the monster yeah. in the ring because you give them that's like their one weakness so anything around that so now it's starting to build it so not saying that he's going to lose the belt anytime soon yeah. but the the fact that they've made Miro this monster and he can back it up but yet he can sell for anybody and they're also kind of weaving this story of like, oh, yeah, well, look, yeah, he's a monster. He's God's champ, but he's not as perfect as he says he is because <laughs> for two weeks in a row, the DDT has messed with him. The small, guy, um, the small guys have been doing work on him. Yeah, exactly. And honestly, like just Fuego, first off, that first DDT he hit, that came out of nowhere. <laughs> yeah. And it was just like, you know, it, it, um, if you watch it, there's uh, somebody in the crowd that when he hits it, this person gets all excited, like, pin him, pin him, pin him. Yeah. And you see Fuego trying, but the ref is like, no. And it's like, no, idiot, fool, let him pin him. Just let it happen. Dude. We know it's scripted, but just let it happen. Just, Yo, well, we don't care. The fact that he kept doing it and the fact that Miro would land on his neck and bring himself up. Like I said, Miro sold those DDTs. Like, yeah. it wasn't like fake, oh, you know how, when somebody hit the DT, like their face doesn't hit the ground, top of his head hit the mat, and that's a big dude. And he kept yeah. on doing it to get make Fuego look like he was actually doing something. Like, just so. Let me ask you, and I know you have your views, and, I'm, and I know I'm a humongous, you know, and <laughs> over here, D, <laughs> M, D, you know, oh, he's got to make sure you write it the right yeah, way, yeah, I gotta do it the right way. And um, before I get to that main event, all and this is this is the props to AEW. They did so much stuff in the community before this match. Britt was throwing the uh, through the first pitch. They um, they did the food drive and the boxes and you know donate to the homeless. They did the conventions. They went out and hung out with the communities in Pittsburgh. The outreach the AEW did before this event just outstanding. And then. All of a sudden, cultivating all this into Brick's match was just the icing on the cake. It was just, it was the icing on the cake. 
The whole city was behind her. It's Pittsburgh. She's Pittsburgh's champion. And it's just the setting was perfect. And me personally, you know, we knew, like he's talking about her, we knew she was going to win. But Velvet, Red Velvet, girl, I have never seen you wrestle like this. And I know it's because of Brit, but I have never seen you wrestle like this. And keep it up. And I, I hate to say this, I know she's, she's a good guy, but I think Red Velvet has a nice career at being a heel and she really plays it well. Yeah. She could no, spin I, it. She could spin it. No, I, I think that honestly her, I think her being uh, <laughs> the, the heel worked better. Yeah. Um, you know, the, the match was like actually really good. I really enjoyed yeah. that whole match. Um, the, the fact that Velvet was using so, uh, so many heel tactics, yeah. uh, without, without actually outright cheating. Yes. That, that's, that's like, what's cool. You know, like she was taking like little shortcuts, but she wasn't like, you know, grabbing the tights or using the belt or, or, you know, using the ropes or whatever, blah, blah. No, like she was actually just using like these little shortcuts. So that, that's always great. Uh, like don't get me wrong, I love I get why heels cheap, but sometimes wrestling they they overdo it too much. Yeah, like, yeah, cut, cut back just a little. Um, but for me, like I wasn't as invested in this match as like you or a lot of other people, only because of the fact that like I'm one of those people that when I know the actual valid reasons as yeah. to why a belt is not going to change hands it kind of takes me out of it. It's like the yeah. illusion of disbelief is kind of, you know, gone. Um, the, not to say that I can't still be caught up in the match because their match was really good, but it's just, you know, kind of there. Yeah. This ended, this uh, uh, rampage ended with a women's storyline. Yeah. And it actually ended with the women's storyline and not like, oh, the women's match ended, but then they cut to the back because the camera just happens to catch a fight going on, you know? Yeah. I've always thought that's dumb, but, you uh, know, no, like, they, you know, they stayed on it. Uh, cannot remember her name, but she she came back. Yeah. Uh, I thought that was pretty cool. Um, uh, that, that's yo, people were like, yo, people thought it was Becky Lynch at first. They said Becky Lynch, when it came out, the internet would have shut, shut down. <laughs> I, I you know what though i could see that because the way that she had the hat on and her hair yeah. back like it, it kind of lost then, opportunity yeah. though is the fact <laughs> that it wasn't anna j running out lost opportunity that would have actually been interesting even if she's not ready to wrestle lost opportunity you could have got anna j back into the mold and man but me personally i'm waiting for ty conti versus Britt. that that's that's the match where i can't choose sides <laughs> I, I can't choose sides, but I want you to think about this. Back uh, a while back, when we watched uh, the Royal Rumble, right? Uh, you and I were watching it, and you know it was it was pretty good. The women's Royal Rumble was amazing. WWE, yeah, that was very well done. I'm happy Flair didn't win at the end, but I thought it was very well done. And I was I was so astounded by like their roster. Their roster was so solid from top to bottom. I'm like. You know, I hope one day AEW can have this because I, I give WWE their props. They have an amazing women's division. Probably, you know, they had years put together. And now I'm looking at AEW and I'm like, wow, like I'm going down the list. And I'm like, and I keep coming up with names. And like my list is like, I have about 16, 17 girls right now to make up a solid women's division. 
that can really go toe to toe, and they're re- they're very talented. And then I'm not even including the Japanese women that are going to come back, but I'm like, they got women who can wrestle, and they can wrestle on Brit's level. Because don't be wrong, Brit's an amazing champion. She still has work to do. She's still not the best wrestler, but there's women who can fight at her level or slightly better. And I'm like, if Brit's the top, you have plenty of women that are right off there, maybe that close. You you have you have actual you have actual believable competition. Yes. Um, you know, like that that's that's one thing that I kind of uh, don't really like when it comes to wrestling from any promotion nowadays. Yeah. It doesn't matter uh, which promotion it is, but when you have a very well established wrestler and you have this no name who it's the first time they've ever been on yeah. television. And you know for a fact that unless it is something of a big shock that they want to give the crowd, there's no way in hell this person's winning. And again, it's the illusion of disbelief. I yeah. cannot care about the match at all. Even if the match is good, I'm just I'm just not uh, like invested in it. Um, so like, and AEW for a minute was doing that a lot. I know yeah. obviously because of the pandemic, you you had to work with who you had yeah but uh even before the pandemic they were kind of doing that a little too much with the women's side yeah it was really bad and you know i'm now glad that like you said uh that they do have this roster where all of it is now you can pair up women with each other and it'd be believable that okay this can be a solid match and we really don't know who's who who's going to win and not like a one-sided, like, um, uh, like when Rosa faced, I cannot remember her name right now. She comes out with the varsity blondes. Oh, a Julia Hart. Yeah. Like, don't get me wrong. She's, she's not bad. Well, Julia's not going to beat Rosa. Man. Yeah. But yeah, see like, and, and that's yeah. the thing that I have to emphasize. It's not that the, the, these younger talents are bad. Yeah. It's just that, you know, I guess you could say, you know, the politics behind the scenes. Yeah. You're not winning. <laughs> well, see, you know, and I look at it like this too. This is where I kind of had this catch twenty-two. I don't think Swole's the best wrestler in the world. No, I'm wrong, but I do think if she got in a ring with Britt, they're gonna put in an amazing show. Just yeah. by the fact they're the same mold, they, similar. They, they have chemistry. They yeah. they actually have some solid chemistry. That the match, um, what was it? The street match in the dental office. Oh yeah, you know, that was that was amazing. That was that was television. that was actually really good. <laughs> that that realistically, when you hear the that, you're like, that is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. But <laughs> they sold that. They were and and again, that's that is literally their chemistry. And I think that's the thing now yeah. that the women's roster in AEW, they have chemistry now with each other. Yeah. You know, like in the beginning, it was everybody still kind of feeling each other out, even if they've worked with each other in indies. Now you're on a much bigger stage and you're feeling each other out. Now it feels like a lot of them, like they know they can go into a match and give a solid match. It doesn't matter if it's Dynamite, if it's uh, Dark or Elevation or now Rampage. They all know, okay, look, we can actually put on something good. And we also know that now the fans are really starting to watch and take notice because, I mean, that's the women's division has always been kind of the weaker point of AEW. And so now it's like, okay, well, you want, you guys want us to root for you. We will, but you guys got to turn it up. And now they have, uh, you know, great job, women's women's division. Y'all came a long way, man. 
it, it's kind of like a you know I hate the you know pandemic and bad as it was for for an up and coming company like AEW it was kind of like a blessing in disguise because they were able to be a daily's place and they were able to continue yeah. to work on their craft yeah. and not be stuck at home and you know that's very unfortunate that a lot of wrestlers that did happen to like especially the indie scene yeah but but the fact that like they were able to really say okay look we we got stuff we got to work on let's keep it up let's keep it going and now it's slowly starting to pay off we're starting to see like you said all that hard work all those weeks of getting your ass kicked (laughs) whatever it's starting to pay off it really really is so let me ask you a question because Before we go on to what happened over the weekend, I'm concerned for Britt Baker right now because I thought somebody may be a disadvantage or a handicap due to their injury. But what I've seen the last three weeks from Chris Statlander, I don't know how Britt beats her without cheating. It's, Chris Statlander. It's going to happen. <laughs> it's no, going to just be Chris straight Statlander up. Chris Statlander is scary right now. She like when she did the uh, 720 moonsault, I was like, she's back to normal. Yeah. Like she, these last three weeks, I, I, I am utterly impressed. And I'm like, this is scary. Like you got another chick who's finally back in full form to add to the top of the women's division. Dude, like they got, they got a solid five or six right now. Like they got, they got a solid, I would say a solid six female wrestlers who are at the top of their game. And then they got other wrestlers that can wrestle them at a at a good pace. There's about five or six, I would say, right now that they could main event some like Britt yeah. versus Statlander, Britt versus Conti. Those are some main event matches. Well, I I can tell you right off the bat, uh, this is this is uh, Jose's uh, future booking. If it happens, I apologize. Okay. But. Um, so whenever Statlander faces Britt for the belt, Britt is obviously going to win via cheating. And then she's going to rub it in her face that she beat her undefeated streak. That's just how it's yeah. going to work. Um, yeah, because, uh, only because of the fact that as of late, commentary every time Statlander has a match, yeah. they are starting to emphasize that she has not been beaten yet. Yes. And then you have a champion, a heel champion like Britt, it, it just goes hand in hand. That's what's going to happen. Uh, and it's going to be like some of the most flagrant out there, <laughs> visible to everybody cheating. Uh, what's her name? It's going to, you know, pull some shit. And, and it's just going to be, you know, Britt talking about how like she beat her all by herself. And it's like, no, you didn't. We got it on DVR. I, I, I just want to say this. <laughs> I just want a clean match. Britt versus Conti. Yeah. It, Britt versus they, Conti. Chris Dallander, I can care less. It, Whatever happens, I'm okay with it. Um, but Britt versus Conti, man, I, I need it to be clean because I don't, I don't want to be mad at Britt. But Conti, when she gets pissed off, ooh, that Dude, smile she, goes away. When she gets pissed off, then <laughs> them, them knees to the face become real. Uh, she, what's her she name? She runs that to one? you and then she drop kicks you in your chest. I'm like, her and Rosa does that. And I'm like, man. Yeah, yeah they, they do that like a lot. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, honestly, though, I'd be 100% honest with you. Conti, whenever that happens with Britt, I have a feeling Anna Jay is going to come back at that point in time. Whether, whether she's a face or a heel is going to be the question, though. Yeah. Uh, but that, that's all in the future. Right now, I, overall, Rampage as a whole, I thought it was great. 
because it didn't feel um it, it didn't feel again like oh this is just you know what they filmed after dynamite it didn't feel like oh this is just dark or dark elevation like so far all four shows because yes they are four shows two of them just happen to be on youtube but they actually are like full-length shows um each one of them because i remember uh, they now they feel like their own thing because i remember when dark and then dark elevation started a lot of people were like well wait What's the difference between dark and dark elevation? They're the same thing. But now, like you understand, dark elevation, that's where a lot of the stories either are starting or continuing. Yeah. That's where they're cutting full promos. That's where they're doing this. Dark, not as much. Dark, it's kind of like almost like the developmental in a in a yeah. weird sense, without really being developmental, it kind of still is, you know, like that's where you're just having like your smaller matches, even if you're a rookie that this is your first year wrestling and you're facing like John Moxley, you know, like, you know, you're going to lose, but <laughs> you're, you're, you're able to sit here and say, Hey, I had a match with John Moxley, Thanks for you know? Um, so it's yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, I do agree with you. These next few rampages should definitely be pretty locked in pretty solid. Let me, let me add, don't make it till September 20th today. Yeah. of Ryan's they have enough rampage to last. Yeah, they, they have enough September. stuff right there to, to like keep it going and keep it building. And then what um, I say is that falling rampage after Daniel Bryanson comes in that week, yet I you bring Hangman Hang, Hang Adam Page back on that rampage. And just then yeah, I think definitely get straight for the rest of the year. And yeah, then, that, and that then full gear, full gear comes. Kenny versus Hangman, good to go. Whole year's taken care of. Yeah, because I'm going I'm to go ahead and say it right now. Like, it was great to see Christian win the TNA belt, but he, he's not winning the AEW belt. No, I mean, I mean Kenny's really going to kill this man. Like, I, <laughs> I, expect, I expect Christian to be bloody. Like, I, I expect to be seeing a lot of blood in that match. Yeah, so, somebody somebody can get busted open. The uh, ring apron's going to get ripped. Somebody's going to give blood. somebody's going to give Christian Cody's uh, razor blade. <laughs> They're going to be like, they be like, hey, 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 quick, cosplay Cody, cosplay yeah, Cody, yeah, right, right, right here, right here, vein right here. <laughs> um, so this weekend, I don't even know where to. I don't, <laughs> dude, <laughs> let me tell you something, man. This, I hate to use I hate to use the S card, but the shit that happened on Saturday, my brain is still trying to process how did this all transpire? Because this this never in my life would I have thought that this would have happened. It just wow, like oh man, um, I'll let you go in detail on what happened on Saturday with Kenny and Andrade, but. I can't. I can't even, man. I, I, I'm literally speechless right now because I'm just like, I don't know how to feel because I'm like, this is probably going to trickle over, and I really don't want it to come my way. But it seems like this is now, and this is forbidden door territory. I don't have a choice but to accept what's going, what's about to happen. So, Jose, take it away and tell everybody why things are just wild and crazy right now all right so uh, just kind of double checking my notes real quick disclaimer uh, disclaimer right here just be prepared and you, you can't <laughs> get mad at us we didn't create this product okay we're only talking about it 
we didn't we didn't fan book it. We didn't talk about it. It, it happened, and this is where we are. Oh, like, I'm gonna sit here and make funny faces while he talks. So. <laughs> All right. Uh, one quick second, just. Oh, so, I doesn't know. Yeah. Kenny fought Andrade for the Triple A belt this week, this Saturday. Um, I think that match happened a lot, a lot sooner than I expected it, and I'm surprised it happened on that platform first. Um, but some other things happened that could shock the wrestling world going forward, and I. Some things I'm not in agreement with, some things I thought was kind of cool, some things I was like, it's more fucking drama. So uh you got your notes? You good? Yeah. Sorry, I was also having a little no, bit. I'm just talking because I, I I don't even want to talk about it. So I'm like, <laughs> I just I, I literally can't believe like never in my life I, I could have said that this probably would have happened. So so uh yeah, like I said, sorry, I was having also a little technical issue that got that squared up. Uh so actually before I say that, I'm gonna gonna put some little anticipation on it, gonna make you let it sink. <laughs> okay. Uh it's funny because earlier in the week, Diana Perrazzo okay. tweeted that she wants to put her belt on the line at AEW. I saw she, that. She, Tony Khan directly and she on Saturday because for those that don't know it was triple A's uh, tr- uh triple mania uh pay-per-view event so, uh, they're one of their biggest pay-per-view events basically like Wrestlemania in a way um and uh Diana Perrazzo she won the uh, Reina de, de Reina's uh triple A championship belt basically the women's belt so now she holds both belts so it's like, and let's be realistic. She told them both belts. And you got people like Serena Deeb and Thunder Rosa over in AEW that sure. could easily be really good competition for her. You got a couple others too, but we already kind of said how we feel like they, they could be more for Brit. Yeah. Whereas you got a couple specific ones that could be more for uh, uh, Perrazzo. So like, come on, Tony, make it happen. We know you're watching this video. <laughs> it's easy money, man. It's easy you know, money. you make it happen. Um, because I, I just find it really interesting that the week of she tweets out, hey, yo, I wanted to film <laughs> my title on, on AEW TV. And then lo and behold, at Triple Money, she wins the their belt too. So now she has two belts. It's like, come on now. Hey, you, you, we know what you're doing. You're, bu- you you're know, building things. That uh, the foreshadowing looking real interesting right now. Just like you know, like you say, talk to Tony Khan with another belt. You know, exactly. Dollar signs. You know, just, it's, it's all there. Um, you know, and then the, there, there's actually a couple other notable things that that happened um, in Triple Mania. Uh, one of my favorites, uh, Psycho Clown. He had a he actually yeah. had a mask versus hair match. Uh, for those of you that don't know, in Lucha Libre, there is a tradition of a mask versus hair match where the winner gets to either remove the mask or cut the hair of the loser. So um, if the loser is somebody that has a mask on, they have to take it off. And in Lucha Libre tradition, once that mask comes off, you cannot put that mask back on. You, If you put the mask back on, it has to be a completely different mask 
or there has to be some long drawn out thing to in order to gain the mask back. And then the equivalent of that is like getting your hair cut. Best way to think about it, and this is like a stretch, but best way to think about it, it's like, you know, uh, what, what was it? Samson from the Bible getting his hair yeah. cut, he was just power type thing. Basically, same thing. Um, so there was that. Uh, the, the Lucha Bros retained their AAA tag belts. Um, <laughs> that, that's all I got to say to that. The, the, yeah, I, I always root for those two, no matter Lucha what. Bros on top of the world right now, man. Yeah, they, they did that. And then, uh, you know, there were a couple other things, but I will go ahead and point out the main thing that Rick is like begrudgingly wanting to point out. Let's <laughs> start over here. <laughs> and uh that is yeah. that the uh big match uh kenny omega versus um uh andrade el idolo happened he for the triple a so well like <laughs> I, I, I will literally spit all over my screen i can't even say his last name but uh, <laughs> that, that that uh much applaud to you man <laughs> thank you thank you i try yeah. i be, before we record i sit there and i say these names like 10 times in a row <laughs> this is my oh, very God. own justin robinson Roddy. <laughs> so um yeah they they came out obviously kenny comes out uh so actually there was something a little funny that happened before the match <laughs> so know. initially conan was supposed yeah. to come out with uh with andrade and be in his corner but then in the back, Andrade's like, you know what? No, I don't need you to come out with me anymore. I got somebody much better for the job. You know, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. So Conan got a little upset, obviously. So when Kenny comes out, Kenny comes out to his music, which, again, I like I like his entrance theme. I don't care what people say. And now Conan is with Kenny in his corner. So it's like, OK, cool. Oh, no. Oh, no. Andrade comes out. First off, Andrade is full on DC black mask with the white suit, black gloves, black mask. He comes up uh, from under under the uh, uh, the stage, pyrotechnics going, whatever. He just goes, stands there, takes everything off, whatever. And you're hearing the commentary, and they're they're just hyping him up, amping him up. And then some similarly familiar music. I know that made no sense because it wasn't his exact old theme, but a certain music started playing, and then out of nowhere, you just see the commentators freak freak the hell out because rick flair andrade's soon-to-be uh father-in-law rolls out audience loses their mind which is rightly so he comes out there first off rick flair looked like he was just loving it he looked like he was beyond happy he was like yo this is great I'm I'm here. I'm supporting my 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 son-in-law. You know, uh, this that, and the other. The crowd just cheering him on. He came out there. The Spanish announcers are like basically like speaking English, saying like, you know, Rick Flair, Rick Flair's here, and it is like amazing. And he comes out, and it just added to Andrade's entrance, like just that power. So they basically have like a five-star match. Fight me on that all you want, but it was like a five-star match through and through um but the funniest thing happens kenny actually wins what kenny beat andrade wow but in perfect heel fashion he cheated by using the belt but not only did he cheat in in triple a there is a heel ref who this ref is mega heel he's like no no other wrestlers got anything on him 
I cannot remember his name right now. I know it's like Ijo de something, but I cannot remember what it is. Um, this heel ref, he will outright help the heels cheat. He will, he will do, uh, you know how you always complain about, oh, that was a fast count. No, no, no. His fast count literally is one, two, three. Like he will count that fast. You will know it. It, it is it is bad that's how bad he cheats and the Price funny thing is, you, you can take pointers from this guy <laughs> exactly wild. and the funny thing is is that what um because i was seeing a lot of people's reactions online and a lot of people who clearly don't watch AAA didn't understand this and didn't understand how much of a heel he is and didn't understand that kenny omega specifically asked for him to referee the match so it was all stacked against on Friday. But the funny thing is, so even after, you know, Andrade loses and, and uh, he comes back into the ring, stares down, you know, Kenny has the belt up, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. He stares down Kenny and he just laughs and points at the belt and points it to himself saying that that's mine. And Kenny's just like, yeah, sure, whatever. But it was literally just like one of the most like, that was like, a, <laughs> you, you know, people say there's like intense stare downs, but there's just something about like, Yo, you just lost, granted it was cheating, but you still have the ability to come back and laugh in the champ's face and say that that belt's mine. Like, yeah, yeah, that right there. First Andrade off, has ambition. Andrade yeah, wants to that's, that was That was great. And then, oh, there was actually a really great spot in the match to um, the ref, he got knocked out of the ring. And uh, Kenny was going to hit him, hit Andrade with the belt, right? The first one, you know, the standard, they're like this with the belt. Yeah. Come on, turn around, whatever. And Ric Flair hops in the ring, waits for him, turns him around, chop. Ah. So Kenny gets hit. He turns Andrade, chop. He goes back and forth and then gets knocked down. Conan gets in the ring. Oh, Ric Flair awesome. chops him too. And then they both put Kenny and Conan into the figure four leg lock. It was great. Like the you gotta crowd see the video, guys. It, it's it's one it, for it, the it, ages. Yeah, it was amazing. And it was one of those like, oh look, look, <laughs> father and son-in-law bonding. <laughs> but it was it was great like to see that. So not the outcome that I wanted, but that was like some solid storytelling. There's a lot of people believing that this is going to get resolved on AEW, that he's going to lose the belt on AEW. And, um, you know, which would make sense because then that would sting more because it's like, yeah, you don't lose your belts outside of AEW, but every time you have a match here, you're suddenly losing them. Uh, You know, that'd be nice. And then he goes into all out with one belt. Exactly. Yeah. You just have that one belt at all out. Now you make it even more desperation. And then that could play into what you said earlier about like him messing up Christian so much that, yeah, Christian's all bloodied and beaten up, but because he had to, because he literally only has one belt left and that like would work really well. Um, I'm actually really curious to see, um, how they're going to start kind of weaving this in on AEW, especially since Andrade did not get a belt, but the Lucha Bros kept their belts. Yeah. And this whole time, Andrade has been saying, if you come work with me, 
we'll get you gold. And it's like, yeah, but you you didn't even get your gold. But you see what's happening, though. Lucha Brothers are getting in Pac's ass. What are you going to do, Pac? What are you going to do? Well, well, isn't it already been confirmed that for All Out, it's going to be Pac and Andrade? I think so, and I'm like... Because that that match is going to be pretty damn Pac taking that L hard. Yeah, no, no, that that's gonna be like, yeah. like he, if, like how you said you can't pick between Ty Conti and Britt. Yeah, as much as I love Andrade, that's one of those matches where it's like, dude, like I, I really don't know. Like this, either way, either either person winning, I'd be happy. But like that, that's gonna be some, somebody power gonna power goes to Andrade. The wrestling mechanics. It's Pac, man, but yeah, Roddy has yeah. all the power in the world to put him down, man. It's yeah. <laughs> so what we're gonna try to start doing? Um, one thing we talk about AEW all the time. I really want to move forward, and I really don't want to touch WWE. I mean, we, we can sprinkle a little bit in because there's always drama and stuff, and people getting released, <laughs> and you know, and AEW signs everybody, but only sign five guys right now, but whatever. Um. Definitely want to start incorporating New Japan, the other promotions in here. Um, I got to start being diligent on Impact again. I fell off trying to jump back on it. Now, I should be good in the next few weeks. With Christian on there, I should be fine. Because I was getting tired of Kenny and Sammy and Kelly. (laughs) I was so sick of that. Like, so sick of that feud. With Christian, it's going to be interesting this week because he has so much history with them. So I'm super excited to see how you know, they should welcome him in. They're going to be guys who are going to want the belt. But I think he's going to have more of a welcome home. So. No, I agree. I, I definitely agree. So what we're going to do is uh, I'm going to, we, 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 pretty much we're going to wrap this up. And there's still a lot to talk about. But just everybody, just remember, got dynamite this week. And we lost a drop, potentially for this Friday. This Friday, if things go according to plan, and as Darby Allen alluded to, and Tony Khan chooses not to admit to, and the whole rest of us choose to admit to, if this happens, the internet's going to freaking break. Like it, it's it's going to be it's going to be Broly versus Goku all over again. Internet breaks. You have the projector up in uh, Mexico. Everybody's out in the street watching. <laughs> <laughs> I know what video you're talking about. It, it, I'm telling you, the way I would do this and. And this is what I, I think I think is going to happen. And hear me out. And I'm going to wrap this up. So if you guys have been paying attention to AEW's um, social media stuff, they have a lot of banners in New York City right now, right? For Rampage. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't be surprised in Times Square if when that pop happens, they have it displaying in Times Square somewhere. I can see that. Yeah. Dude, that, I got, that would just be... Man... Friday could be the day for, for wrestling. Like, not a lot of people are invested in CM Punk, you know, spoilers. But if this happens, <laughs> this could go down maybe, probably maybe the top five, top ten wrestling moments of all time. By far. Like, this is this is where wrestling changes, the generation changes, and this wrestling just turns into something totally different. I just, I see wrestling... It's on a great pad now, but I see this day being a defining day for wrestling, and it's either going to go one or two ways. And I just, I, I, I cannot wait, man. It's the anticipation. They, they, they got to do it in the first two minutes. You cannot wait all night and go out with him coming out. You can't do that. 
uh, you you can't do that because of the fact that the audience won't let you from from the from the minute the door is open, even before the door is open, yeah. they're going to be chanting his name all Every night. Every match is so, going to be shit. Yeah, so there there's there is no yeah. like that that that's kind of like the uh, the the uh, the bad the, the bad thing about this is yeah. that don't get me wrong, it's great if he shows up and everything, but it's like the fans are going to be overexcited and they're only going to be chanting his name all night. So yeah, whatever you're going to do on Friday, that's again, that's kind of like the bad thing that that's kind of why plans change with Hangman, aside from his wife being pregnant and almost getting ready to give birth is uh, because of the fact that like when you got him and uh, Brian supposedly coming in, Fans aren't going to care about anything else but that. So Rampage, hopefully it should be good. But unfortunately, it the, this is going to be one of those ones where the audience might actually ruin it. Let's yeah. just call it what it is. I, and, and, and I get it. They're excited. And, and there's a lot to it. But, you know, that audiences, as yeah. much as wrestling has needed them back, audiences can ruin a wrestling show. And you see that? Chicago, if you win Chicago, you just won Pittsburgh, like by far. Pittsburgh is AEW's yeah. town now. Like there is there, there's nothing any other promotion can do in Pittsburgh. It's Bricksburg and AEW's not enough. If you win Chicago, my you 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 already won the state of Texas already. Like you're in Houston, Galveston, like they with Sammy's pop this week in Houston is gonna be ridiculous. Yeah. Um Dude, if you get Chicago, I see. I heard Chicago, and I know how hard he go for Punk when he was in WWE. And I saw when was it two weeks ago when they were in WWE was in Chicago. All those yeah. CM Punk chants. So <laughs> CM yeah, Punk, so, Ray Wyatt, uh, yeah, um, everybody. <laughs> man, great time to be a wrestling fan. I keep saying that. In, enjoy what you enjoy. Love what you love. It's, it's wrestling fans in general that makes all this happen. So. And reason that I'm back into it, the reason Jose keeps me honest, reason he stays into it. So I'm super excited to do more of these vlog, vlogs, podcasts, what do you want to call these things? Vlogs. <laughs> uh, yeah, but thank you for being a, being a part of this and being a great friend and you know being a good host too, man. So I appreciate it. For sure, for sure.